हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट ट्वेंटी स्ट्रक्चरल रिफॉर्म्स रिसोर्सेज फाइनेंसेज पावर्स एंड फंक्शंस एंड आवर टॉपिक इज मॉडलिटीज फॉर पीपल्स पार्टिसिपेशन देर इज कंसिडरेबली एम्बिग्विटी अबाउट पीपल्स पार्टिसिपेशन इन गवर्नेंस वट डज इट मीन how it is to be secured in what manner in which area according to hickley and mohan participation should not be understood as event that is one ad hoc participation in some programs but conceptualized in broader terms as part of the wider concept of citizenship which looks at participation as an imminent socio historical process which runs as undercurrent to all social political and sociological processes hence there is a need to link citizenship to radical development agenda empirically there is growing amount of evidence to suggest that where participatory approaches to development and governance have achieved sustained success in terms of challenging exclusion redistributing resources and promoting social justice they have tended to be located within a political tradition or project that adopts a specifically radical approach to development rather than as well designed institutional innovations or interventions hence there is a need for radical system change as per the theoretical formulation which as referred as critical modernism by gilles and the mohan where the initiatives come more from citizens than institutions and the government should actively work to promote such institutional mechanisms that make real the possibility people's participation has to move a level up from project level to policy level which can lead to political empowerment of people rather than mere involvement in some technical studies example can be given of the participatory ruler appraisal pras being used currently in disaster mitigation and vulnerability studies and participatory poverty assessment to inform policy for poverty reduction initiated by the world bank following criticism of aid linked to the conditionality and being unrelated to actual needs the links between the citizenship and participatory development can to some extent be conceptualized in terms of uh, interactions between a series of institutional norms and agency led by practices whereby citizenship can be defined as that set of practices which define a member as a competent member of society and which as a consequence shape the flow of resources to persons and social groups
such broad conceptualization takes participation beyond eminent participation in specific programs to a historical and continuous process whereby people extend their rights as competent members of society and tinge administration with citizen centric character and support policy perception in this regard would be measures to enable citizens to assert their rights as responsible citizens which would be through better education political communication right to information another pertinent concept is that political space for webster and unberg peterson political space comprises three analytical dimensions the institutional channels through which policy formulation and implementation could be accessed controlled or contested by the poor the political discourses in which poverty and poverty reduction are specific issues the social and political practices of the poor which may be a basis for influencing decision making agenda policy and program implementation thus viewing participation as a corollary to citizenship perceives a citizen as not external but internal or integrated to the governance process civil society is emerging as a counterpoise to the overwhelming powerful state and rampant individualism of capitalism in the market hence scholars studying communitarianism advocate the restructuring public services in welfare states to promote self help organizations on the part of the people the collapse of the soviet union signaled the failure of the state with the end of the cold war capitalism is rampant which is a threatening potent activities of the new capitalist world order such as business process outsourcing bpo in the global village are already generating controversy hence a reassertion on the part of the citizens as per the original spirit of the social contract which underlies democracy is necessary to check the trend unless the 1970s the works of the th marshall guided views of citizenship whereby citizenship was understood more in sense of state guaranteed rights more than duties hence government had to proactively grant equal opportunity to citizens hence assume increasing roles but public bureaucracy seriously constricted citizenship to arrogating more prerogatives in policy formulation and implementation and precluding citizen deliberation citizenship needs to be redefined in terms of duties and obligations 
which needs reassertion on the part of citizens of their sovereignty in nation states and the nature of the government as instruments to exercise delegated powers and function in public interest in india kerala and west bengal are good examples of transformative development of the local level credit however goes to strongly reformist agenda of the communist government of in these states which went in for paradigm shift instead of adopt attempts at people's participation which are usually not successful democratic decentralization is key to participatory governance participation at the local level is institutionalized through regular elections council hearings and perhaps more significantly participatory budgeting the constitution amendment act envisages enabling people to participate in development processes at ward municipal district and metropolitan regional level the empirical evidence of such optimism could be realized only after the incorporation of the caa in the existing municipal acts mechanism in urban governance is the ward committees at the state level and the gram sabha at the ruler level ward committees are designed to bring the administration closer to the people the gram sabha is intended to engage village peers in a form of direct democracy at the local level other institutions for people's participation in administration are the nyay panchayats and lok adalats which are proposed to supplement traditional legal institutions for speedy justice and people's education in issues involved in governance in time it is expected to raise the level of awareness among the people regarding rights and duties according to h ramchandran development strategy pursued up till now has led to increase in powers and activities of the states little allowance has been made for participation of civil society the situation needs to change in interest of good governance for example the irrigation acts west the management and control of waters in the hands of the state and project planning and implementation are largely internal activities of the state in the absence of the institutional arrangements for consultation and grievance redress the process of displacement resettlement and rehabilitation often generates serious dissatisfactions leading in some cases to conflicts this is in contrast to the historical situation in india where water management such as harvesting structures and small irrigation scheme have traditionally or historically been primarily responsibility of the communities gradually however state acquired monopoly over these services 
citing World Bank. He brings out the problem in the arrangement. Thus, first water is provided free of cost and users do not contribute to the capital cost associated with the high level of services. Second, ownership of the rural water supply installation is not transferred to communities. Communities do not have any water supply installation is not transferred to communities. Communities do not have any what control over what, when, where and how installations are provided. Lastly, mechanisms for communicating feedback from users to water agencies are poorly developed with few offices to which to report defunct installations. In general, water agencies are not responsive to even this limited feedback. Past experience with community involvement in urban basic infrastructure provisions shows that community involvement reduces cost of a project considerably. Urban basic service program was launched by the central government with assistance from the UNICEF. The projects covered only a few slums in selected number of cities. Since there was no institutional stipulation from the World Bank, the solutions pursued were local in nature. It was realized as the scheme developed that the community involvement not only results in effective implementation of the projects but also leads to better designing and substantial reduction in operational cost. Subsequently, community was often involved not just for project implementation and supervision of work but also in designing the project. All these initiatives notwithstanding Community participation remained a state-sponsored activity until the late 70s. Community participation as a component of development strategy gained currency in the 80s since public agencies largely failed in providing basic services to requisite quality. It was observed that beneficiary Involvement in development projects cut costs considerably since they helped mobilize resources through self-help and even contributed labor at cheap cost or even none at all. The most innovative form of community participation in infrastructural projects which has been hailed as a major achievement in the 90s is the neighborhood and slum networking scheme launched with substantial financial support from the state or central government. However, there has to be attempt at institutionalizing community participation to clear the confusion regarding modality and provide legal provisions in this regard. Some of the tried and tested examples are Water Users Association in Irrigation Projects, Watershed Association in Watershed Management, 
GFM committees in forest areas, VEC in primary education, and SHG in micro credit and resident welfare association RWA or neighborhood user group and UG in urban areas. However, such bodies would have to be brought within the panchayat arrangement, probably through committees. The concept of development funds allocated to members of parliament and members of legislative assemblies another in congruency, which needs to be resolved in context of Panchayat Raj. Currently, activism on the part of people is evident against the emerging right-wing forces. People have challenged the industries that threaten the environment. There are numerous instances of such informed activism on the part of people. The Odisha High Court has asked the state government not to evict residents of the village for the proposed Tata steel plant at Gopalpur. The directives came in the wake of the petitions filed by the village panchayat president and the Orissa Unit of People's Union for Civil Liberties. A Gram Panchayat in Himachal Pradesh had decided to file a petition in the High Court against the state government's decision to privatize the golf course in its area. Looking at the example cited above, right to information appears the appropriate remedy for checking the corruption through enforcing accountability of the local population. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.